have a true story you want to see on my channel, go to AsTheRavenDreams.com slash submit or check the links down below. Thank you. I've been here a while reading the posts. I find a ton of them interesting, but most seem like fun made-up stories, considering I could never remember having a glitch of my own. I'm sure they've happened before, but nothing that stood out as eventful enough to stay in my memory. Then, in December, I had my own experience. I'm still pretty mind-blown by it, but I figured I would share. I live in a small subdivision, evenly spaced houses, quiet neighborhood. I live close to Nashville, but far enough that we don't get too much light pollution. We get really good views of the stars and moon, especially in the wintertime, and especially this past year, seemingly. I was in my room playing my guitar when... One of my friends texted me and asked, Have you seen the moon today? You should check it out. This was sent to me at 10.45. The great conjunction had just happened the night before, and we had been discussing space, the moon, etc., a lot leading up to it. That night, it was pretty cold, but I wasn't tired, so I figured I would step outside and check it out for a second. I put on some warmer clothes and walked out the front door, where, at this time in the night, I typically see the moon directly from my front porch. However, when I stepped out, the moon wasn't there, but I could see the moonlight bouncing off the top of my car in the driveway. There were no clouds, and it can pretty much light up my whole neighborhood on clear nights. I realized that the light was coming from behind my house, so I took a right off my front porch to walk around the side. This is where everything got weird. I remember turning the corner of my house, and I saw the moon sitting over my neighbor's house. It wasn't a full moon, but cut in half from left to right. Think nine to three on a clock with the bottom half visible. I don't remember anything being unusual about it, other than it seemed brighter than normal, almost as if it were full. I took about 20 to 25 seconds to check it out, making sure my eyes were completely adjusted to the brightness, and as I was about to pull away, I felt my whole body start to vibrate almost a weird hum, and I felt compelled to stare at the moon. I started to stare even more intently and focus on my breathing, because it honestly felt like the beginning of a DMT trip of some sort. That's the best way I could describe the feeling, and even though I was completely sober, I was completely overwhelmed with a euphoric, disassociative feeling. The moon looked completely normal, sitting over my neighbor's house still. I'd estimate that if I held my hand up to it, I could place four finger widths between the top of my neighbor's roof 
and the bottom of the moon. And then it started sinking fast. As I sat there watching the moon, it moved at a steady rate from a fairly high in the sky to the ridge of the house and then out of sight. I was still frozen, confused by this out-of-nowhere natural trip feeling, and then watching the moon move almost sent me into a panic. Once it fell out of sight, I felt the trip wear off over the course of a few seconds, and I immediately looked around me, thinking my life might be some sort of weird Truman show I ran back inside through my front door and to the back of the house, where I knew I would be able to see the moon, where I saw it pathing. I looked at the clock on my stovetop, and it was 11.03. The moon sat still behind the house, and it didn't move, or went back to moving at normal speed, for about another 20 minutes, and eventually I had to quit looking at it to try to get some sleep. Anyways, that's my glitch. I'm still not sure what happened. I was a touring musician in the before times. The keyboardist and I were driving about four hours from Portland, Maine to Hillsdale, New York. Partway along our journey, we noticed a road closure. Looking at the map, it was clear that the detour around the closed road would only take about ten minutes. At this point, our phones, both of which were running separate map apps, a touring habit so mistakes and rerouting can be done by the band Hivemind, indicated we were going to be 45 minutes until we arrived at the venue, just as expected. I noticed when looking at the GPS map that the detour road we had to take to get back on track had the thin green line running across it, as though the app thought there was a small stretch of national forest land, or actual forest, which interrupted the road. I trusted the detour signs rather than the technology. We follow our little ten minute detour, all the while watching the map to see when we would cross the curious green line on the map. When we drove up to it, the map indicated that the road stopped, and this forest, or wormhole, was directly in front of us. And unfortunately, it was just a normal dirt road. No interruption, no forest blocking our path, no swirling purple vortex, so we continued on the road. And suddenly, we lost all service. We had plenty of signal up to this point. We were in a somewhat rural location, but not so removed that there were significant cellular dead zones, and like those you would experience in a desert or in a very, very rural wild place. We kept driving for about five minutes, and lo, we reconnected with the road we were supposed to be on, just as expected. Taking a ride onto the road, as the maps indicated, our signal came back. The maps app then showed us something curious. We were now two hours and 15 minutes from our destination. I went back into the recent destinations in each of our phones to see if we had inputted or incorrect address in either phone, but we hadn't. And this freaked us out for the remaining two hours and 15 minutes it took to get to the gig. 
in which we had arrived just in time to hop on stage, having missed sound check and chill time pre-show. And the keyboardist had brushed it off after a few weeks. He can put blinders on to focus on what matters. I'm still convinced this had to be a glitch in reality. Hey guys, I don't post much, but this really weird thing has been happening to me over the last five or so years that I can recall. I remember the first time it happened, and I sort of shrugged it off as a funny coincidence. I'm a published author. Nothing big, you know, just short stories that you've probably never heard of. But, obviously characters in my stories have to have names, right? Well, I always try to come up with original names. Nothing too weird, but sometimes names that I don't think are really even real names. Not last names, at least. But I don't write characters named Johnson or Roberts or things like that. It's just the way that I write. So, the first time this happened, I had written a story about a prison break. The main character in my story gave a last name that I had never heard of being a last name in my life. Not too long after that, though, I made a friend, and he had a slightly varied spelling of what I thought was the fictional name. Like I said, I shrugged it off, but... I got a little more weirded out when it turned out he was a prison guard, but still a coincidence, fine. I had written one with a side character who had ended his own life. The character also had a name, obviously, and not such an uncommon one that when I met my new boss, I thought anything of it. That is, until his untimely and self-inflicted passing some years later. I can think of this sort of phenomenon happening at least ten times over the past five years. Coworkers, bosses, colleagues, volunteers I work with, people I meet and stick around in in my life. So, when it happened again the other day, this time, a full name I had given a character I felt struck again. Is this just some kind of Bader-Meinhof frequency illusion kind of thing? Edit. Somebody in the comments said something about precognition, and it reminded me of this really weird thing that used to happen to me a lot. When I was younger, I would randomly think of an episode of a TV show or a movie, now more lately, and later in the day or sometimes the next day, that exact episode would be on, or that movie would be on TV. It wouldn't be weird, except it happens very frequently, and you have to think how many movies there are on TV, or how many different episodes of a TV show it could have been. In my old house, it happened with Spongebob a lot. Hundreds of episodes. But... 
It was as if I was predicting the exact episode that would come on later in that day. Okay, so I'm a long-time lurker. I've never had anything happen to me before, so never posted anything. Until today. This happened last week, and I've been struggling to understand what the hell happened. I think I'm going nuts. So I'm looking at my prescription, and I see that the pharmacy has the wrong number. I call them and tell them they have the wrong number... They advise me that the number has not been changed in their system for five plus years, and their caller display system identifies that I'm calling from what I thought was the wrong number. I'm an engineer. I understand computers can be screwy, data corruption, etc., so I just brush it off as that. So I call my doctor and see if they had changed the number. No, they too have the wrong number for me. Still, I'm thinking, just something screwy with their system. So next I had to order some parts for my car, and the call handler on the other end of the line asked if they could call me back on the quote, apparently wrong number. Okay, now I'm getting a bit confused. So I call my mobile supplier, and they say that I've never had that number that I thought I had my number. It's, it's, it's always been the wrong number. Okay, so now I'm getting worried. I've got something wrong with my brain. So I decided to ring the number that I thought I had, and some other dude answered the call. Apparently, he has had that number for 10 plus years. At this point, I'm starting to panic, so I message various friends and family and ask them what my number is. And all of them come back with the wrong number. So I message various friends and family and ask them what my number is, and all of them come back with the wrong number. Please, help me understand. I genuinely think I'm going nuts. And I don't know what the fuck happened. Edit. I'm very glad that I posted on this sub. The answers have been helpful and have given me a reality check. And this has helped me confirm that I am genuinely experiencing this. I'm probably not going nuts. But the doc's appointment I have this week will help me confirm that. I will update the post following the tests. I've gone through every possible person and email, even two previous employers, who has had my number, and as far as I can tell, going back at least 15 years. I've never had the number that I thought that I had. It's always been this new number. And to anyone doubting or thinking that I'm lying, thank you genuinely for doubting this and making me go back and double and triple check stuff. I 100% promise that this is genuine. I'm not messing around. I'm not a troll or some other idiot just looking for some internet points. I'm genuinely struggling to accept what I believe has happened to me and I'm just looking for answers. Let me preface this post by saying that I have zero social media, outside of Reddit. Although I don't really consider Reddit to be social media anyhow, since most of the people don't post things related about their life here. I say this because I think 
one of the most logical explanations to my story is, well, this guy probably posts his whole life story online and that's why everyone knows exactly what he's thinking. Anyhow, it started back in high school. I had known a girl in Kentucky and we had stopped talking for roughly three months. I was at a band concert getting ready for our school show and I was feeling pretty down and thought I'd really like to hear from her again. Five minutes later, a text pops up and says, Hey, how's it going? I miss you. And I just stare at it and think, how is that possible? But I just ignore it and chat with her for a while. Then flash forward a few years later and it happens with another girl. I had known her during my freshman year at high school and hadn't heard from her since then. A random thought popped into my mind. Hey, I wonder if insert girl's name here is still doing good. Next day, no warning, I get a call and it's her. I was glad to hear from her, so I didn't question it. Although I did mention it a year or so later to her, she just thought it was a strange coincidence. However, this last one happened a few months ago. I'd worked at a shop for about a year and was friends with another person there. For two and a half years, we never spoke. Never saw one another. I'd never given her a phone number, an email, or even really given her any idea that I wanted to talk to her after I got done working there. And then this time, I literally tried to make it happen. I say, Name will talk to me tomorrow. And I wait awake at night. And in the morning, I see an email. It says, Hi, it's same name. I hope it's not weird I'm emailing you. And I can't believe it. I still don't know what's going on. A glitch, extreme luck, emotional attachment, a broken simulation... I've stopped thinking about other people, because it seems odd. Like I'm almost forcing something to happen. Hey all, I bring you this post immediately post-dentist visit, and boy... Am I confused? So, in early 2018, I got routine dental x-rays. At that time, I was referred to an oral surgeon to get both of my bottom wisdom teeth removed, as both were growing in at bad angles, with the left one being partially impacted. It was noted at that time that I only had my upper left wisdom tooth, the upper right was absent. I got around to getting the bottom ones pulled almost exactly a year later, 2019. A bigger fish had to be fried in the meantime, so I forgot. Both came out at the time and just fine. I remember the frustration of having pain with chewing on either sides of my mouth as the sockets healed. After six months after that, sometime in 2020, 
The upper left wisdom tooth started to erupt more and was kind of painful, so my dentist went ahead and pulled it out. Easy peasy. No more wisdom teeth. Now, fast forward to last week. I was eating chips and I got some mushed up chip gunk up where my gums meet my cheek meet. As you do, I used my finger to get what my tongue couldn't. As I did, I felt something very wrong with my upper right backmost molar. It was jutting out and it felt broken, or like it had a large hole in it. I made a dentist appointment for today, no big deal. When I get to the dentist, I tell them what's going on, they take some x-rays and the assistant tells me that it looks like it's my wisdom tooth. That's weird, I say. I thought I had all those taken out. The dentist comes in, takes a look, and confirms that it's my wisdom tooth, and that it's broken. I tell him that I thought I only had three, and he says it might have just been way up there when my last x-rays were taken. Sure, okay, makes sense. I opt to have the tooth removed then and there, since it was mildly painful when I chewed. He put the numbing shots in, and told me to hang out for a minute while it's set in. During this waiting period, I asked the assistant to see my last panoramic dental x-ray. She complied. Well, there were only three wisdom teeth in the picture, but... They weren't the correct three wisdom teeth compared to what I thought to be true. Both of the top wisdom teeth were present and fully erupted. The bottom left was present and growing at an angle. The bottom right wasn't there at all. Now, I know that memory is fallible, but this was some BS. I'm more flabbergasted than anything if maybe a bit annoyed that I had to get another tooth removed when I thought that I was done with the wisdom tooth thing. Hmm. Say, lovey, reality is weird. A few years ago, my second child was a toddler. I was sitting on the living room floor, tidying up some of his toys, and one of the musical toys started playing a tune that it had never played before. The toy belonged to my older child previously, so we had this thing for seven years. It usually played about four different nursery rhymes. It had never, ever played anything other than those. That is... Until that day. So I was just picking up some toys when it starts to play a tune. Only it's a completely different one. And one that I recognize straight away is one of the hymns that was sung in my church when I used to go. Some years previously. I was no longer going to church when this happened, though. I recognized the melody straight away, but... I don't know the name of the hymn, and I couldn't remember the words or anything. It was just so weird. 
I was just stuck there thinking what the fuck as I listened to it. And it played like what would be the melody of what would be the entire first verse of the hymn. I know that sometimes toys have been known to play the wrong tunes or say creepy stuff because of the factory error when they were being made. So I know it it does happen. However, this toy had been played with by my two kids for a total of seven years by this point. And the tunes had played countless times over those years, as you can imagine. It had never played anything different of any sort before. Or sounded different in any way at all. So I just sat there for a few minutes afterwards trying to figure out what had just happened. I examined the toy and the batteries were secured as usual. And looking at it, there was nothing different or odd about it. We kept the toy for a few years later, and it was played with a lot. It never did happen again. We no longer have it now. Then, to this day, I can't explain it. I don't know if it may have just been some kind of Matrix glitch or something else. I would also add that I'm not overly religious. I did attend church for a while years before it had happened. But it was more as a social thing at the time. But I recognized that tune. I just don't know how to explain it. It was the oddest thing. That was... A collection of Glitch in the Matrix stories featuring the amazing Scary Stormy. A great guy and a really good narrator. And I hope to see him grow to much higher levels than he is. If you would please and enjoyed his voice, do consider going to his channel and hitting that subscribe button. Checking out his content and overall just showing him some love. He is seriously a great guy. Um, On a personal level, he's a good person. Really appreciate working with him. Really appreciate just talking to him as a friend, so please do check him out. Like I said, show him all the love you guys show me, and yeah, whenever you go over there, let him know that I sent you. That said, and as much as I would love to just fluff the ego of good old Stormy, we have to word, we have to move on to the word of the week. We have to word on to the word of the week. Sure, why not? Anyways, uh, last week's word was catalyst, and I have quite a few entries, five to be exact, and we're going to start with rainy days. I always knew there was something odd about the solar-powered figurines my mom kept on the windowsill. You know, the little plastic ones for which the sun is a catalyst for their swaying movements. My suspicions were confirmed when the witch figurine leapt off the windowsill and proceeded to follow me around for the rest of the day. I didn't mind, until I woke up in the middle of the night to find her staring at me ominously from the nightstand. Thank you, Rainy. That's a really fun little creepy story, since Patience has quite a few of those as well. (laughs) Next up is 242 reads. I was working in my lab the other night. How it had been hard to get everything I needed. With my assistant's help, I was ready. We used electricity as the catalyst to bring my monster to life. Now to figure out how to bring my assistant back after the monster killed him. I like that story. Good humor as well as an interesting take on, I suppose, Frankenstein. Really good story, though. Fun times. Next up, Mia Mina. 
the section specifically at the bottom. As I walked the dark streets, I passed many in their bustle to reach their homes or their early night activities, my mind and hunger not affected by them as I reached deeper into the center of the city. It wasn't until I sensed his smell. That was the catalyst of my hunt. I turned down unfamiliar streets to follow the traces of his being, which set off the hunger of my mind. Interesting story, Mia. Thank you very much for that. And I hope you do expand upon it. Eliza H., after my surgery, Raven Stories became a catalyst for me to wake up and do my physical therapy exercises. Thanks, Raven. Thank you, Eliza. I'm very happy to help. And then lastly, but not leastly, PA Nightmares with his. What's the catalyst to making every Let's Not Meet story great? Getting a male narrator to say, I, insert age here, female at the beginning of the story, and yes, PA, I totally agree. Every time Southern Cannibal has to say, well, I'm a 15-year-old girl, it just feels kind of weird. But it's hilarious. Anyways, that was last week's Word of the Week. This week's Word of the Week is Blithesome. B-L-I-T-H-E-S-O-M-E. And it means with lightheartedness or unconcern, as in he acted in a blithesome manner. It is an adjective, so good luck with that, my friends. I hope you guys have some good uh, sentences or stories for me on this one, and I hope you have a lovely day. I'm sorry I just woke up to record this outro because I forgot to do it whenever I recorded my audio last week. Anyways, I love you all. I hope you have a beautiful day, and I'll see you next time. But until then, sleep well.